Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Amateurs of Oz podcast. My name's Quentin and I'm joined by fellow FPL player Sam from the FPL Down Under page. Thanks for coming Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. How are you going? That's all good. Um, how are you looking after week three, mate? Uh, yeah, average. Well, I'm happy that Freak Stars, I don't have to use the wild card. I've seen a lot of people with Ronaldo um, coming in. Obviously, we'll get to that later. But yeah, I don't have to use the wild card. We're sitting on 232 uh, points a lot, which is about 400,000 in the world. So yeah, all right. That's actually pretty solid, mate. Could be better, could be worse, put it that way. <laughs> well, they do say if you're sitting at least in the top 500,000 most weeks, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen, yeah, if you come like 500,000 uh, rank just every week, you win FBL. So currently there's about oh. 500,000 of us that are in the running. Oh, well, we're in, in for a good shout anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'm likewise. My my week didn't end up too bad. I had 67. I took a minus four hit just because I needed to start building my team ready for that. Time I use a wild card, possibly week six, but we're for now. Don't have 38 uh, free hits to use. <laughs> That's it. Well, the plan is hopefully I don't have to take any more hits and um, possibly week five, week six, I want to use that wild card. But with Ronaldo coming in, it might happen maybe a week earlier, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, interesting. I've had a um, midfield revamp. My midfield let me down. I think Rafinha, Barnes, and uh, Ben Rama and Bruno all blanked. So, yeah, very disappointing week for the midfield. Yeah, uh, trust me, getting up at 2am to watch that Manchester United game, I was sitting there going, come on, Bruno, do something. And I was like, oh, at least keep a clean sheet. <laughs> oh, yeah, as, as the United fan, I was happy that we won, but Bruno's the worst possible player to score FPL-wise. But, yeah, she'll be yeah. right. Oh, yeah, I'm sitting 229,000, so... Not, not too, too bad, bad at all, yeah. that at the start. Yeah. Um, tonight, I just want to go through a new segment we have on the pod tonight, courtesy of TN from the FPL Planner. He's done up an Australian Twitter League template team using his FPL Planner, and he's assembled the most owned players in that league throughout all the managers um, under that $100 million budget. So I'll just go through the team for week three. He had uh, Sanchez, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Shaw, Ailing. Salah, Bruno, Ben Rama, Greenwood, the captain on Big Antonio, um, Ings, and Ivan Tony. So finished the week with 68 points, which was a pretty decent score, seen as the average was 54. And um, we're sitting at uh, about 11.4K overall rank, which is pretty The Aussie template team representing really well. Exactly, and definitely taking it to the palms. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> anyway, each week on the pod, we'll be doing an update each week on the team and the score at the end of the week as well, just to let everyone is the, know. Is the, is the template team an actual team in the FPL database or is it just made up? I think it might be made up, and I think it's just sort of that that's where it'd be ranked based on the total points ah, that it has. That's a shame. Imagine if it came first. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a bit of pill to swallow, I think. Uh, I was wondering, like, what if, because um, obviously one of the prizes for winning is um, like a trip to England and you get to watch like VIP Premier League. Imagine having to fly an Australian over. That'd be a pain for them. <laughs> definitely. I'd be... Um, they definitely want that. a local to win, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it'd be a good trip. I'd, I wonder if you get to pick what games, but... Oh, you'd hope so. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, um, we might get on to the... Week three game review. Um, I think you're the first cap off the rank, mate. Yeah, well, Arsenal man City, that was um, well, hopefully there's not too many Arsenal fans here at the moment because that was quite the uh, 
quite a shocking game for Arsenal. But Man City-wise, I think our top Fernando Torres is definitely, uh, since Man City didn't sign a strike, he's definitely uh, cemented his place in the lineup and at just 7.1 looking like a really good option. Yeah, no, I fully agree with that. And I'll honestly, Grealish too. I'm, I, I personally, I don't think I'm going to get him in the team, but he looks like he's uh, sticking into Pep's uh, lineup and he's not been a victim of the Pep roulette. He's another good one. <laughs> it's definitely a painful thing every time you consider a Manchester City asset. Yeah, speaking of, just the negative side of Mares, who has been a victim of the Pep roulette, benched again. Uh, I think Twitter was melting down. I think there was people that were ready to get up on that bridge. Oh, especially because he's nine million. I think it is. Like, imagine just that he benched every game. Yep. No, it's. De- I'm glad I was looking at Mara's at preseason, but um, I sort of had that feeling that he might be rotated in and out of the squad. And yes, if obviously if, if you've got an Arsenal asset, just get rid of him. They're going I genuinely, I don't think this is just optimistic, but I reckon they're going to be in a relegation scrap this year. Genuinely. Yeah, well, I was actually talking Arsenal up to show some type of fight this week after demolishing midweek in the League Cup. And, um, yeah, I was I was left with a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, terrible. It's just, it's just no fight for the... Did you see the Arsenal fans were celebrating after City scored the fourth goal? I guess if you can't beat them, just join them. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, pathetic. Uh, is there any Arsenal players that you might look at if they're scheduled Absolutely not. No, no. I mean, yeah. their best runs will be Norwich at home, and I think they've got Burnley after that, which is right now and at the moment. You know, maybe if they can sort themselves out, maybe a Kieran Tierney. Just, yeah. I think he's creative, obviously got clean sheet potential, maybe him as a good shout, but apart from that, trying to steer clear of Arsenal, I sense. Yeah, I mean, if they fi- somehow find themselves in this uh, fixture run where they just play Norwich um, 26 times in a row, I might look at getting some players in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, next game up was Aston Villa and Brentford. I actually w- tried to watch most of this game instead of the match of the day just because I was interested in seeing if Tony was going to score, which he did. I um, Got a good thing or bad thing for you. Well, it was good. I, I held on to him. I was tossing oh, the turn whether yeah. I should get rid of him or not. So I decided I just, paid off, yeah. <laughs> just to stick with him. I had that feeling that I was going to get rid of him. He was going to score, so... It was pretty good. I was um, shy about hindsight. <laughs> trust me, there was a lot of people messaging going, what do you think? And I'm like, mate, I can't tell you what to do, but I'm just going to hold and just ride out and see how it goes. So. Yeah, should should have asked you what to do then because I got rid of him for Ben Rama who ended up invertedly blanking, so not good. Yeah, well, I got rid of Grealish for Ben Rama, so I feel you. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I wrote a couple of stuff down just to look at. Uh, Ings got the assist which I don't know how he got the assist for, but anyway, um, got a return. And I also wrote down Watkins. He'd come on the field, come out wide. I was a little bit worried whether they were going to rotate Ings out and put Watkins up front, but he actually looked pretty good playing out wide. So if he does start out wide, he might be worth looking at. It just depends on Yeah, the um The Villa fixtures coming up are quite shocking, so definitely wouldn't bring in any Villa players anytime soon. I've uh, basically, I don't, I don't really want to take a hit because um, my plan, well, I can actually probably go through it in the long review, so I won't bring, I won't say my target, but I'll say that um, I've got to keep things for one more week, which is against Chelsea, so that might be a walking blank, but she'll be right. <laughs> ah, well, there's some worse things that happen, mate. Yeah. 
Um, I, the only person I really spoke about from uh, Brentford was Tony pretty much. I'm probably going to just hold him till I do my wild card, I'd say, and just play him when I can play him and just bench him when I have to. Yeah, fair call. Anything else to add, mate? Oh, maybe a bit of Ben Brandy. I don't know. He was a um, hot topic before the start of the season, and obviously uh, I think he might have got an injury in pre-season, which put a lot of uh, owners off. He uh, finally rewarded his owners with a 10-point hole. Well, it was actually 3.6% of owners that held on, so... Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah reward, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had the patience. I would have... Uh, well, I didn't actually have Ben D in the team starting off, but with, obviously with Tony, it would have uh, rewarded patience. So used two transfers and actually got a worse point total, so just would have uh, liked to hold. Yeah, no, that's it. It's, um, it. It is playing the long game, but there's also that time when you got to know when to get off, but definitely those owners were rewarded for that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, next game up is your game, mate. Yeah, Brighton versus Everton. I actually watch this game. I've got an Everton mate, so I like just keep a keen interest in them too. As uh, well as a cheeky second team, obviously, because we don't like Liverpool at Manchester United. Everton's uh, not a bad team to support. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Damari Gray is somebody I want to talk about straight away. 5.6 now of the price rise. Obviously, he's being brought in a lot higher. I'm not too sure about this one. He, he looked lively, he did, but just the, the soul of evidence attack's going to go through DCL, and I don't really see him getting too many goals like that this season. Yeah, no, I'm sort of on the same. I watched him in preseason. I was for, I thought he's the first person I'm going to pick in my team when I saw how cheap he was. And, um, yeah, I was definitely happy to get a return from him. But, yeah, you are right. It is going to run through Calvert-Lewin. But Speaking of all the uh, Sorry. <laughs> Now, obviously, speaking of uh, Calvert-Lewin got that penalty, uh, a lot of, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but it was a bit of an argument between Richarlison and himself about who's going to actually take the pen. Yeah, no, that's um, that's so bad on so many levels. Just mainly because the pressure was on Calvert-Lewin. If he didn't sink that penalty, Richarlison was going to be getting into him after the game, I'd say. Oh, yeah, but he's now two for two. I don't see him going off it. And he always got that nine-pointer because, obviously, it's just it takes one goal. Like, as you saw with Danny Ings in the 97th minute against Watford, did nothing all game, got that 97th minute penalty, and there you go. Yeah, exactly. I, was, uh, I think it might have been on the other pod I was talking about comparing plays, and I sort of compared Calvert-Lewin with like, uh, Callum Wilson, who cannot really do much all game, but you get that goal. And you get you get instant return. Plus, sometimes you sneak into that bonus points as well. Yeah, to be fair, Newcastle don't really give much to our uh, Callum Wilson, so he definitely has a tough shift ahead. <laughs> definitely. Um, was there anyone from Brighton that piqued your interest? Or oh, well, only I mean, there's a lot of defenders, but I don't, I actually think Brighton's defence because obviously it's done by XG. I think it's quite overrated. I don't really see much that made me think that Brighton were gonna turn a clean sheet into I think they were quite bad at the back. So, yeah, nothing that really convinced me at all. Yeah, the only thing I've written down was for the owners that are on dunk at the cheap price, um, Veltman come on the park and didn't take dunk off. So there could be a future where both of them can be on the park at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think, um, what's the right back's name? Lamptey. He was, um, Veltman was playing in right back because Lamptey's still injured. When Lamptey comes back in, he's going to take that right back spot. And obviously, Veltman will move back into the middle. It'll be interesting yep. to see if uh, he's still in after that. Maybe Duncan just keeps scoring goals every week. That might yeah. keep him in the <laughs> Help you for that, yeah. Uh, next game is Newcastle-Southampton. 
Um, this, I didn't really, I watched the highlight package just to sort of see um, how Wilson went because I do have my eye on Wilson and also my eye on Armstrong as well. So Wilson looked actually pretty decent. Like he just looked real lively, looked like he was going to score every time he touched the ball in that front third. Um, and he is a differential at 6% as well. So I know there's a couple of owners in a, in a league I'm in that have Wilson. So it was disappointing to see them getting above me because they had Wilson, but also definitely something to watch. Yeah, well, I mean, it's very short lived. I think Southampton at home is supposed to be one of the easiest star fixtures of the year. And yeah, I mean, if he's going to score goals, it'd be that game. He's got Old Trafford away next. I don't really see him doing anything there. Oh, just depends how we how we play. If we play like we did against Wolves, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh no, I fired up Old Trafford. Ronaldo's return. I really, I really don't see us losing that at all. I think we're gonna win. I think two or three nil quite comfortably. Yeah, well, I'm kind of my plan is to hold um Bruno this week in um relying on a big win next week. So yeah, I'm gonna keep Bruno too. Um, I'm not gonna root against Ronaldo just for FPL purposes. I hope he gets a bag, but I'm not gonna bring him. In. So. If he um if Ole for some reason starts on the bench, there is a positive about that. That a lot of FPL managers are gonna suffer. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna just. I, it's gonna be a wait and see for me that. Um, with Armstrong from Southampton, I'm kind of keeping an eye on him because he actually looks really good. He passes the eye test for me. He just hasn't really given much of a return. He did get five points on the weekend, but he hasn't sort of hit a goal yet and got off the mark. So definitely one to watch, though. Yep. No, I've got nothing to add to that. So, uh, yeah, Norwich versus Leicester. Well, this game was uh, really disappointing because that was uh, Harvey Barnes' last crack at it, just blank, like always. Absolute <laughs> disgrace. Yeah. He, he got, he's gone after. He's got Man City next, so definitely not keeping him for that. But uh, the positive for Leicester is Jamie Vardy looked like to be a good differential pick as they are. Uh, Budget premium, so as in like not the Harry Kane, not the uh, Ronaldo price, but just a bit under at ten and a half, and he's only fourteen uh, percent pits. So yeah, cheeky differential there if you want it. Obviously, he scored that goal out at Carrow Road. Yep. And uh, Ricardo Pereira, sorry, he's obviously a um, good pit too. He got the assist, but then actually went off injured. So he's got five percent ownership. Probably going to awesome. go down after that. Speaking of the injury, I did see him post on Instagram yesterday that it's not as serious as they thought, so he could be back next weekend. There you go. Hopefully nobody uh, panics sold then. No, nah, I've still got him on the bench, so I've just had him sitting there waiting. I was going to trade him out if he was going to be out for some time, but definitely will be holding if he's not injured. Yeah, should be all right. Um, I wrote down Brendan Williams, yeah. United player. Yeah, definitely. Um, just he's because he's a four point oh. Because obviously, um, Livermore and Duffy have already moved up to four point one. Brandon Williams yeah. to be that new four point oh playing player. I can't. I actually, he didn't look too bad, and I was surprised that he actually started. Seeing he's the only signed about five days before. Yeah, well, there you go. That must be a um really a statement thing. Hopefully, he can keep a clean sheet against the Gunners and really cement that place. Oh, they could get a win at this stage, mate. Could be a two 0 win to Norwich. Right, yeah, Norwich are going to go in as favourites at the Emirates. <laughs> oh, sorry, Arsenal fans. <laughs> oh yeah, hopefully there's not too many watching. But if you are, well, I mean, I don't really hope things get better. To be honest, because I um, I'm quite enjoying AFTV after every loss. But yeah, for the sake <laughs> of your mental sanity, I hope it gets better. It's definitely some good entertainment, anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, next match we have is West Ham Palace, which was the match of the day. 
I was heavily invested just because of Antonio and Ben Rama. It's sort of, it was the fate of my league win this week, trying to get a few places was heavily reliant on Antonio as my captain and Ben Rama. Well, Antonio did well, Ben Rama not so much. He looked like he looked good. He looked, looked like he did stuff, but just didn't. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see this, but apparently in the last minute, uh, West Ham had a chance to win the game where Antonio just had to square it to our Ben Rama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it did happen, yeah. That would have been beautiful. Yeah, I trust me. I was off the couch going, how good is this? We're going to get another goal. But, yeah, it wasn't to be. No. Um, I also pre-match on my Twitter page, I'm not sure if you saw, I picked out um, Gallagher as a play to watch just because the eye test the last two weeks, he actually looked really decent but just didn't really have any fantasy return. But, yeah, he paid that in spades getting 15 points. Got the brace, yeah. So I'd, I wouldn't be getting him into at least Palace's fixtures open up a little bit because they do have a few tough games coming up. But he is on free kicks, which is um, definitely a bit of a bonus as well. Yeah, definitely one to watch in that sense. Um, to everyone else that you had your eye on? Uh, I mean, Pablo, I'm not getting him in, but I guess one that you have to mention is Pablo Fornells, who played that uh, attack and roll. I think he got the goal that Antonio assisted or maybe vice versa. Yep. And also that um, what's oh, I'm forgetting his name, but they brought a um attacking midfielder in, uh, in the deadline yesterday. Oh, um, was it Vlasic? Yeah, something like that. I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation anyway. But yeah, he's uh, he's gonna have the. I'm guessing probably straight into that attacking role. Maybe David Moyes might ease him in, but I'm guessing he'll just uh, start in that attacking role. So he's definitely one to look for. Okay. And obviously the wingbacks, the wingbacks, um, Cresswell and Sufal, they're obviously going to be two people to look out for the whole year because I think Cresswell's got a goal and Sufal, no, no, Sufal might have an assist and Sufal, I'm sorry, Sufal has an assist and Cresswell has a goal. So they've both got that attack in return. If West Ham get some clean sheets together, they'd be a good uh, combination. Yeah, definitely. Well, pre-season was talk about them too as people bring them in as um pretty much set and forget fullbacks, but... They they haven't really rewarded that yet, but I could see it happening. Though. Yeah, no clean sheets. Yeah. What would you say twelve months ago if I said you're going to nearly have three or four West Ham players in your side? Oh, <laughs> uh, I would have thought I was playing a championship version of the game. <laughs> yep. Um, next one up is Liverpool Chelsea. Um, it's actually a pretty good game. It was a bit disappointing with the red yeah, card. Taylor ruined the game. Yeah. Yeah. Ruined but, it. Yeah, I was sort of a bit perplexed on that one, but anyway. Um, I had my eye on, obviously, my own players, Salah, Trent Alexander. Yeah. But I also didn't mind the look of Robinson on his return back, and even Elliot was pretty good at a budget price there. Will he keep his spot, though? Yeah, that's another thing. I don't think he will, but if he does, um, he definitely look like he, he might be pretty good at that cheap price. Yeah. Um, any, uh, so, any Chelsea assets for you? Um, I looked at Lukaku just because I'm still sitting here with Envy going, I really want to get him in my team. I'm just not sure how I'll do it, but I might end up just forgoing Lukaku to get Ronaldo and having the runner-up prize of having Havertz in the team because he looked pretty good. Yeah, got to wait to that. Um, if you're going to wild card around game week seven, that's when, that's when Chelsea have their massive, uh, massive sorry, uh, fixture swing, so that'd be the good spot. And I like Alonso, but I'm just not sure what's going on with Chilwell, so... Yeah, surely he can't get benched all season. It's a bit weird. Yeah, 
yeah, I I liked him last year. And he just wasn't getting game time, but this year seems to be the manager's given him sort of the nod of faith. So, yeah, it's, it's, he's going to be playing surely. Um, another thing I'd like to talk about is Jota. Is he going to be starting up front for a few weeks now that Firmino? Uh, yeah, I've, um, I'm not sure. I, I think they're awaiting scan results, but if he's out for a couple months, he becomes a really good option. Yeah, I had him last year and I was playing the roulette of when he starts or when he's off the bench, but amazingly yeah. last year he still, still scored for about 10 minutes on the field. So, Yeah, oh yeah, that's the thing. Zimmy's um, obviously can... I think it's his defences are a lot more worn down as the game goes on. He can just come on fresh legs and bang them in. Yeah. I also saw with Havertz, he's actually lost a bit of air. He's at 8.3 now, which is... Yeah, because obviously that... um. That panic sell after the Crystal Palace game when he um, played 120 minutes in the Super Cup final, so he didn't get played. I think he came on with like 10 minutes to go in the Palace game, and everyone just got rid of him after that. I'm pretty sure I saw a few people on Twitter that had him as captain, so it would have yeah, been. Yeah, that person on the, um, it was back to game week two, the official FPL pod. Uh, that lady captained him, and that's one of the reasons she got 33. Remember that match where everyone was getting triple figures? Thirty-three points. Yeah, that would. Yeah, she got thirty-three. Yeah, shocking. Anything else you'd like to add to that, mate? Ah, oh, no, just covered it well. Too easy. Um, uh, yeah, um, Burnley leads now. I was as a Rafinha, and I was getting a bit frustrated at this one. Obviously, Burnley play a very, a very, very low block. That uh, I tell you what, there wasn't coming into returns. Bamford and Rafinha obviously looked okay, but they just could not break them down. So that was really frustrating. Yeah, no, definitely. I sort of, I have been for you now in one of my draft leagues, so I was actually happy to finally get a return, which helped me get the win this week. But yeah, um, yeah your asset Bamford scored, but not mine. <laughs> well, Rafinha looks like he's going to score every time he's in that front third and takes a shot. He's just oh, that, that Belgian was beautiful. But uh, I can't see anything from Burnley to be honest. Nothing's getting me excited on oh. even Chris Wood. <laughs> yeah, why would it? Just a stale team. It's you know. Burnley's on a team where they're going to go score three or four goals in a game and they rarely keep a clean sheet. They're just going to get like one. They're going to get like one alls, two ones, etc. <laughs> yeah, definitely sounds pretty exciting, mate. I can't contain myself. Yeah, imagine having to watch Burnley games too for your FPLS. That'd just be, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, Chris Wood will get you a goal every 10 games, so. <laughs> yeah, just in his daily, uh, daily asset there. Is there anyone else? Are you looking at Alien at all? I do have Alien on my bench. So he hasn't featured yet. I um, Leeds, Leeds don't look great at the back, so probably not. Well, Leeds' schedule does open up after this game against Liverpool. They actually have a nice stretch till about game week 10. Certainly does, yeah. So Alien might be a good shout too. Yeah, I might, I might as well say it now. I think it's a um, segment coming up, but I might as well cover it briefly now. So... I made the change game week four, which is this one, uh, from Barnes to Adama, which we'll explain later. And then game week five, I've already basically checkmarked this. Danny Ings will go out for Bamford. So I'm just saving Ings right now. So Bamford can get his Liverpool game over and done with, and then I'll bring him in. Yeah, well, Bamford's at 7.9, which is a little price drop for you. Yeah, and um, Ings, unless he takes two falls, I'm guessing he'll stay at eight. That's all right. Yeah, I couldn't imagine him losing too much value. Maybe if there's just an influx of people trying to get him out for Ronaldo or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's the thing, yeah, the direct trades. Because obviously, 
Ings has Chelsea so I've just got to hold him and hope that maybe he can scrape a cheeky goal or something doubt it but yeah better than <laughs> taking a minus four for someone who plays against Liverpool yeah that's it um, yeah I haven't really looked at anyone else I'm not really interested in Dallas or anyone else so no not this year that was for last year yeah no last year definitely was Dallas was last year's toy <laughs> that's it hey, moving on to Spurs Watford um, this is actually a pretty good game. Yeah, I watched this one. I watched this one. Let me just say as well. Oh, well, I'm cover. We'll have it. I'll say about the art impersonator Ben Foster in a sec. That Watford need Ben Foster and goal. I I do not know how. Like I could have saved that thing that Backman or however you pronounce it saved. Like he just had to take a step to the left. I don't know if he was his vision was blocked or something. He just didn't move. Yeah, I. Like, the ball was right next to him and he didn't move until it was yeah. in the back of the net. The only thing I could come up with is his captain Son in his fantasy side this week, and he needed. Oh, yeah, he just, he just like let it go in. Oh, it was bizarre. How did you think Harry Kane looked? Poor, but to be fair, as soon as as soon as they went one up, they just puffed the boss against Watford. I that's why I don't think this Nuno hype's gonna last because they're such a bore. They're, they're not very good because when they concede, I don't think they're gonna be very good at all. Because when they have to be on the front foot. I don't think they're going to be too good. Obviously, they've scored that goal every game. So just they've had literally had three one nil wins. So that proves the point. But yeah, yeah, I think no, I think they'll be alright against Palace because Eric and him is going to sit back. So Spurs just need a nick one, and there's another one nil win. But I think <laughs> after that they'll be in a bit of trouble. Yeah, well, saying actually, that they did beat Man City. But yeah, I was watching um a show on Optus Sport, and they were talking about it how the fans feel, are they really happy even though they've had three wins? Are they happy with how they're winning? And for me, you're happy to win, but it's a bit alarming that, you know, you're not scoring very many goals. It's going to, I reckon it's going to wear out very quickly. Um, There was a person I wanted to bring up that just signed with them, Um, Emerson from Barcelona. Um, I don't see Tavares, hopefully that's safe. No, I don't really see him losing his spot straight away. He could do, he could do, but, yeah, I think, is he 5 or 5.5? 5? Um, uh, he is 5.0. Okay, okay, there's something. I'm not too sure straight away, though. Not too yeah, because sure. I, I was um, planning on downgrading someone to Tangenga. At four point five, but got to it now. Yeah, I have a feeling that Emerson is going to be his replacement, possibly. Yeah, interesting that you have to replace defenders conceding zero goals the first three games. So that's all right. <laughs> I mean, it'll be all right if he had to bide his time, but I just don't think that's going to. Yeah, have you? Um, I know that um some of our mates over uh, obviously in another Australian podcast got affected by. Have you been affected by the uh, Ben Foster impersonator account yet? No, not yet, but uh, I was having a laugh when I was listening to their podcast the other night. Yeah, but I don't know how they didn't know. Yeah, there's just, he's going on every stream. There's just a Ben Foster alt account just going on streams, pretending to be them. It's actually quite funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I was getting a laugh out of it when they were talking about it. Um, <laughs> is there anyone from Watford? Like, there's Saar, but... Yeah, he's fixed to do a swing, but I just think Adama was a better option. Yeah, I think he's just got much more potential. Yeah, definitely. And Deeney's been shipped out. So the owners that were afraid that um, Dennis was going to lose his striker spot to them um, should be pretty happy with that. 
Yeah, Dennis is five point two as well. Maybe if you um need when you're on a wild card, you need that third striker spot just to be somebody on a cheap that you can just bench at any given time. But actually plays, then he could be a good shout. Yep, no, definitely. Um, anything else you like to add on that, mate? Oh uh, no, all good. No, all good. Yep, I'm the same. I'm not a son owner. I probably won't just because I'm trying to get him Ronaldo. So yeah, he's had the, he's, a, he's had a very awkward price tag, isn't he? Where if you have to get rid of him. You won't be able to afford a Salah or Fernandez, but then if you get rid of him, you'll just be going down like a 7.0 player and there's just too much money in the bank. Yeah, no, I, I think I said on my pod last week, it's it was so much easier when he was cheaper. But yeah, very awkward price tag, yeah. Oh, yeah, next match up is yours, mate. Yeah, well, our, our Reds against Wolves, they are a very disappointing game, but we uh, did get the chocolates 1-0, but... Yeah, just, I mean, just as, as we saw, Greenwood keeps his great one going. Uh, it's three for three now, isn't it? Yeah. He's, I'll, um, I'll, I'll see, yeah, sorry, uh, I've seen that stat. Greenwood's actually scored more points than Bruno for the three-week span. <laughs> he Greenwood looks so good, though. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to keep his spot in the team. To be honest, I have a feeling they're going to drop Paul Pogba back deeper, which for me makes Pogba, you can't have him. If he's playing um, oh, defensively. Yeah. yeah, useless. I think a lot of people that knee-jerked him and are going to regret that for sure. I um, thought that possibly if Ronaldo does play, he'll play up front and they'll push Greenwood out wide. All right, yeah, he has been playing there. comes back in November. Yeah, and Sancho will obviously go to the left. I do think that is a... Unless they put Pogba left and then Sancho right, but then... We're going to have to just play, or maybe Donny, but Ollie, for some reason, hates Donny van der Beek, so I highly doubt that'll happen. <laughs> He'd rather play Fred, who's good oh, once every mate, game. Fred, Fred gave me a heart attack. That was shocking. Every time uh, Adamo um, ran at Fred, I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be just, Yeah, just skim past him every <laughs> single time. Um, did you see the double save from De Gea? Oh, beautiful, mate. Oh, unbelievable. Because I think it's that second one. We've got Prime VVD back. Yeah, Sorry, literally. not VVD, that's Virgil van Dijk. DDG, David De Gea. <laughs> that's all good, mate. I was like, I think he'll be on my Christmas card list as a Shaw owner because I was like, if Shaw's not going to give me anything attacking, at least get the clean sheet. <laughs> oh, yeah, he saved the day for sure. And that would have been two points dropped if we uh, stuff that up. So very happy about that. Um, I like the look of Sumato with their run coming up. He does get up pretty high. He didn't really yeah, do like as much as well. this week. And we'll, we'll do look like a good defensive team too, so definitely count on some clean sheets and then, yeah, maybe the odd attack in return. Hopefully he's passing it to Traore. Yeah, well, Traore, I don't feel like he is human because he can't shoot, but he just looks like a man amongst boys when he's dribbling that ball. And against the weaker teams, he has to like, he Have you seen his XG? Like, surely he has to score. I've just... So I think he's a player that if he can find his shooting boots on a given night, he can get a hat-trick, literally. He's that, like, just that impulsive on the opposition. I reckon he could, but then he could also blank. So it's a big risk, but we're taking it. No, definitely. I'd sort of – I don't even need to look at the XG. I'm just looking at him going, the eye test is telling me this bloke is just an absolute freak, so. Yep. What's he And just remember, he has played against – he's, he's 6.0, yeah. He has um, played against Spurs – Leicester and obviously Man United. So it's not like he's played easy opposition and hasn't been able to get through. He has played against really good defensive sides. So I'm looking forward to see how he goes against the weaker ones. Well, to be fair, you could say that they've nearly been the better side in all three games, to be honest. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. 
I did not actually sign a player that I was watching. Yeah, um, I'm playing Yu Chang, yeah, from uh, Leipzig. That's an interesting one. He kind of reminds me a lot of Son, just very nippy, like very good on his feet. Where's he going to play, though? That's an interesting one. Well, I think it's him and Trinkeo, I'd say, would definitely be... That'd probably that'd be interchanging, I'd say. Uh, that's that's um, yeah. I'm I'm not too I'm, to be honest, I'm not too mad because I'm not getting Trinko in, but I'm hoping he doesn't pinch it on us. That's for sure. Oh, I don't. He couldn't surely. They um, well, they ended up declining the bid from Spurs for Traore, so obviously they must rate him anyway. Yeah. Uh, anything else to add about that, mate? No, all the game reviews are done, dusted. Oh, actually, there's one player I, I forgot I jotted down here. Uh, is it Marseille? Is that how you pronounce oh, it? Something like that. Marcel? Yeah. Yeah, 4.5 defender. He did the same as Semedo. He was pretty much banging balls in to the penalty area from the attacking third. Yeah, same thing applies to him, to be honest. Got that clean cheap potential. Maybe the odd attack in return. Yeah, why not? So even if you want something cheap, anyone who's interested... Yeah. So next up, we have the differentials. I'll I'll say a couple of mine, and then you can follow one after me if you'd like. Yeah. Um. Definitely, Damari Gray. Now that he has his price rise, I think he's starting to get a bit of an attention, but still at three point four percent, I think he's still a good shout. Um, for evidence fixture run coming up, I think he could get you a few goals or even assists, get some bonus points as well. Oh, sure. And I had also Semedo down. He's only 1.4% owned. And at five, sure that goes up. Yeah. Sure that goes up. Yeah, a lot That's of people crazy, are yeah. a bit turned off after his last game, but I definitely yeah, think that he's worth a yeah. um, who, who are you looking at, mate? Well, I've got to start with my own play, don't I? Dama Traore. Traore, sorry. <laughs> What's his ownership at the moment? Uh, well, I'll get that up as we speak. Uh, it's not too much at all. We'll have a look right now. Actually, here you go, 1.8%. Yeah, oh, definitely. There you go. I, I reckon that might go up to maybe 25 because I think he's going to be a lot of people's, when they do that Bruno to Ronaldo switch, he's going to be a lot of people's Bruno replacement. Yep. I reckon that will obviously keep going up. No, yeah, I think that's so. a good shout. The upside is there's too much upside to ignore that he hasn't been able to shoot. He's obviously a million cheaper than Harvey Barnes, and I just wanted to get rid of him. See, so that's a good one, I reckon. Yeah, well, Harvey Barnes isn't even passing the eye test, so. <laughs> oh, mate, it's three blanks in a row, playing in Spain City next. Bye-bye. <laughs> Who else you got on your list, mate? Yeah, what, what, what do you reckon of the uh, Man City? Obviously, we covered him before. I reckon Fernando Torres, uh, if he can lock up that spot, 5.7% owned, obviously going to go off. He, he looks great. Yeah, no, I'd i definitely agree. I think yeah, five point seven percent at seven point one. I um, sorry. I think I'm gonna downgrade Bruno to him. That might be the plan that gives me enough to go get Ronaldo. So yeah, I think uh, for the wild card because I think game week eight is when Man City's fixture turn. If he's still like nailed on, I reckon I'm gonna get him quite easily. Yeah, no, definitely. I sort of I'm looking at it now. Like they've got Chelsea and Liverpool. I mean, six and seven, but I could still see him getting a return against them. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've got uh, Raya written down as a goalkeeper differential mm-hmm. at 6.6%. Yeah. He's, um, oh, he is don't, an don't, machine. 
Yeah, don't Brentford's fixtures get a bit rough though in the coming future? Yeah, well they do. I've got him sort of at the moment. I've got a rotation between him and Sanchez. The good thing about them too is even when they're not keeping clean sheets, they're getting about five or six saves. So they're getting yeah. That see what the rotation keepers going. Yeah, a lot of people just put like cycling GK and go or something and just have the one keeper back them in. But yeah, yeah, that, no, you, you'd I, be able to rotate them as far as if like playing the easy. Oh, this is interesting. They play each other next week. Who are going to stick in goal? I think I'm going Raya. Because I just, go right yep. I'm back in Brentford, mate. I'm backing them to the heels. Jeez, you would not like a Brighton one nil win, wouldn't you? Mate, I'll be on Tony and Raya, so I'll be absolutely backing oh. them in. <laughs> mate, if Brighton win one nil, you're uh, you'll be in tears. <laughs> Anyone else you'd like to add, mate? Not really. I mean, dare I say it, Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> well, he actually is at a differential price at the moment. He's only at yeah, at the moment six six percent. So, I mean, you can't really look past Adam Armstrong. 3.6, yeah. Southampton looking really, really sharp. I think when Southampton's fixtures swing back game week seven, game week eight, he might honestly, because obviously a lot of people are going to have that big uh, spot open at either Lukaku or Ronaldo. I think he's going to be definitely a better cheap one just to have playing as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it is game week eight that their fixtures do get a bit better. Yep. Um, I had Dracore from Everton actually as a differential. He looks like I think. Getting four to quite quite a fair bit, so yeah. he's only one point seven and five and a half. But I mean, I'm on Damari Gray, so I'm not sure if I'll. Be yeah, able to I, you just go half a end up, and I think there's a lot of uh, bigger fish to fry in that one. Yeah, definitely. Right, yeah, we might get into the transfer window to still wrap up of a couple of relevant players. Sounds good. Um, Kurt Zuma to West Ham could be an interesting. <clears throat> Yeah, because um, West Ham have been getting on the uh, back of one of their centre-backs. So I assume he'll go straight into the starting runner. Obviously, yeah, as that so. attack and return potential. Yeah, why not? And he's had a price drop as well at 5.4, which I don't know. That would have been during his Chelsea days, yeah. <laughs> um, next one up is a big one. We had Ronaldo to Man yeah. United. Uh, I don't know if oh, I really think I'm going to regret not bringing him in, but I just I want to resist that wild card. I want to resist those minus fours, minus eights. I just want to back the team in, and I reckon that he can wait for a little bit. Yeah, I, d- I don't think, because I might just wait a week or two. I don't think I'm going to suffer too much, but you never know. You could bag This Newcastle at home in front of the Old Trafford faithful looks like such an attractive fixture, but I think I need a hold because we've got Bruno too. Like, he's just... I don't think he's got the same amount of potential, but if Ronaldo starts, I reckon that Bruno will be given a lot of passes to him, that's for sure. Yeah, well, a lot of people are actually saying he's too old to be fantasy oh, come relevant. On. But uh, it's Ronaldo, you can't say that. Well, the last time he scored less than 25 goals in a season was 2006. Exactly. And I don't know, maybe this would be the first year, but still, 25 goals. He just cut that by five. 20 goal season, still a very good one. 20 goals, 10 assists. I, mean, I don't think Ronaldo is going to give that much assists, but yeah, he'll definitely give a lot of returns uh, this season. He might be one in a so I reckon, yeah, I reckon he's going to get managed a lot. I yeah. think we're going to save him for the Champions League game. So during the league, against some of the weaker opposition, I think he's going to get rested a fair bit. So that might be a potential put off. Yeah, no, definitely. Because Cavani wouldn't stay if he wasn't going to get game time. So they're going to have to yeah, sign out. And then you're going to put Ronaldo in the Champions League ahead of, and the big games in the league ahead of Cavani. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Unless um, Ronaldo fancies stat padding, I guess he'll just be sitting down for the big ones. I'm actually just – another thing I'm pumped about is him just putting Greenwood under his wing. Oh, Mason, uh, he's – and Cavani's been teaching him. Obviously, he's going to have Ronaldo. Mason Greenwood, he's special. Uh, we'll keep him for another 20 years, mate. I really hope so. <laughs> what is he, like 15 now? <laughs> ah, pretty sure he's about 18, 19, but definitely – yeah, nineteen. Yeah, just yeah. Um, another five. player I'd written down was uh, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this properly. Lyenko from um, went from Torino to Southampton, centre defence. Yeah, at four point five. Got nothing to say about that. Um, yeah. The only thing I will say is he looks like he'll be the Vestergaard replacement, and he should probably slot, slot straight into that back line. I'd say. Yeah, when uh, I reckon that um, the oh, I'm having a. I can't remember his name. The four-point Livermento, of course. I think he's still the better option if you're going to go for a set. You definitely don't want to double up on Southampton defenders. I think nah, Livermento four-point-one is the better shout for me. No, nah, it's definitely not attractive having two Southampton players in your back line. Yeah, not at all. Um, next one I had was Lookman from RB online. He's a six, definitely not the uh, eighteen nineteen Lookman. He's our. Uh, Oh, 1920, actually. He's actually a 6 million midfielder. Not attractive at all. No, nah, if he was around that five mark, I could probably entertain it. But at that six million, there's, you can jump up just a little bit and get Ben Rama. I don't even think that um, Lookman's going to start, to be honest. Wait, <laughs> does he play right mid? Can he play right mid? I think that's where they'll be deploying him. Yeah, um, maybe maybe he's got a chance there because obviously... The Leicester faithful and a big fan of AOZ Perez, so there's definitely a good chance that they can get him in. Yeah, the only thing I like about Perez is he's a definitely good pickup on FIFA. He's heaps fast. That's it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, next one I had that was Alex Crow from Spartak on loan to West Ham. Um, yeah, I think there's more of a depth. Yeah, too many, Euros. too many assets on West Ham. Yeah, I can't see him getting a lot of game time. I think it's more just depth for when they're. Needing to rest players. Yep. Um, Daniel James from Man United to Leeds. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't take minutes off Rafinha, to be fair. But, yeah, uh, it's interesting. Would Rafinha maybe be put to the right, left, sorry? Or maybe Dan James on the left. Yeah. That's yeah, I'm not sure. One. I saw someone put up a formation today where they changed the formation around and they dropped uh, Dallas out of the side and they had... Harrison, Rafinha, and James all playing. Yeah, all right. I'd, I'd like Rafinha as number 10. I'd really like that. Yeah, I think he'd actually get a pretty decent attacking return. Yeah, I agree. Um, I actually didn't I didn't mind James as a signing at Man United. I just don't think he fitted there. I think nah, it's just too big for a club and a different Just a, We've put it in the nice way possible, just a pace merch, and I didn't, I didn't, he just didn't really have that finishing touch. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the next player I had was Santiago Munez. For all the people that watched the Goal Movie trilogy, you'd be absolutely buzzing because that was the name of the main character on the movie. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that on Instagram. I'm not too sure about that. wasn't even <laughs> born when that came out. Oh, I think it was back 2014 or something. I... Oh, of course. Cool. Yeah, I'm not five years old. Yeah, I was born then. I thought, I thought it was like 2002. No. Nah, oh, the picture quality, you'd probably think it was back then, but... Um, yeah. My take from him watching a few highlights of him is he kind of looks like a Iosi Perez 2.0. Yeah, 
That's not good. Get him straight. Yeah. Don't even consider him if he's that. I mean, Perez was good at Newcastle. And just, I think when he stepped up to Leicester, it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. He's solicited as a central attacking midfielder slash striker. So maybe apart, maybe apart from Callum Wilson, I'm staying away from old Newcastle. I reckon they're going to get relegated, to be honest. I don't think that they're going to, they're in for a good season. All, as long as they keep Steve Bruce, not good. Yeah, well, you definitely don't want too many Newcastle attacking assets outside Wilson, but I could just picture him playing out wide um, on one wing and then having St. Maxon and then Wilson up front, but who knows? Yeah, not bad, not bad. He did score a few goals and assists in the Mexican League last season. Yeah, jump up to the Prem is obviously a significant uh, rise. We'll see how he adapts. Um, the next signing, I probably won't even entertain this bloke, but Cucurella. Yeah, uh, like oh, I, I was reading off the script. I thought you were going to say Connor oh, Roberts. Nah. Yeah, thank <laughs> God you didn't mention him yet. Uh, I think five's just too expensive for a Brighton defender, especially when you've already got Duffy, you've already got Sanchez, Veltman, Lamptey. When he comes back, just, just uh, you're not going to triple up Brighton assets here. That's a pass. Well, the weird thing is he played midfield a bit. For uh, so, yeah, on FIFA is a left mid too. Honestly, if he, if he goes forward, then he's a must-have, isn't he? Yeah, a five million defender that's playing in an attacking role for a okay attacking team obviously has that small clean sheet potential. Yeah, he'd almost turn into a must-have. Yeah, well, a friend of mine from um, our FPL Fantasy Amateurs group uh, sent me a message saying just to keep an eye on him because he. Said he's pretty flashy, and I watched some of the highlights, and he he does actually look pretty decent. So it'll be interesting to see how he adapts um, away from home. Yeah, no, definitely. But um, I haven't seen too much of him. But from what I've seen of the highlights, he he looks like he could be pretty handy, especially if he gets that midfield spot as a defender. Definitely worth looking at. Um, next one, I've got Nikola Vlasic. I mean, well, there you go. That's the player that we're on about. Um. Yeah, you know what? If he finds the groove, gets going, I think he could be a really um good shout. Obviously, that, yeah. that he was at that Ben Rama um, price point that he started. If he can get his spot nailed, obviously West Ham are a very attacking team. He's got Ben. I'm sorry, not Ben Rama. He's got Antonio to feed his balls to. Yeah, but yeah I think at six that's a really good um option, and he could become a must have if he really. He could become a, a Ben Rama type must have if he can uh, get it together. It's hard to like see myself having so many West Ham assets, but if he does take 4 nil spot or even goes out wide, I could see him definitely returning. From the highlights I've seen and the stats, he looks like he could be a really good pickup. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, I'd say in all honesty, I'd sort of hope that he takes Bowen's spot, but you never know. Uh, I doubt it because he's just not in that position at all. Um, another one I had the He Chen Huang from Leipzig that went to Wolves. We spoke about him a bit earlier. Um, yeah, if he does manage rotation to, player at best, yeah, yeah, if he does manage to get a starting spot, he might be worth a look. But yeah, at five point five as a forward, you might have someone else in that spot. But if he does start, he's definitely worth a a look yeah, in for sure. Uh, I think it would have made more sense if uh, Traore ended up going to Spurs, but they didn't accept the fee. So thank God, because I think. Well, I wouldn't have brought him in if he went to Spurs. I did the trade, like, transfer, sorry, like a couple yep. of hours ago. So I wouldn't have brought him in if he went to Spurs. I probably would have gone for Trinkhound. But, yeah, he's staying. He's in. <laughs> um, I wrote down another two was Maxell Cornet. Uh, that's definitely a no for me. I do not want nothing to do with Burnley. 
Yeah, no. Especially at 6.0 in the midfield, definitely. Shocking, yeah. What the hell? Um, the only player I've got is Brown, who will just entertain the bench. <laughs> definitely. And the last one I had was um, Sayul Niguez, if I haven't pronounced yeah, that. Sayul Niguez. Um, interesting. I'm, I'm hearing rumours that he could be a defender, which if he's a defender, he might just be a must-have, though. I think it's going to be very, very hard for him to uh, get a spot in the side under Frank. I'm not Frank Lampard. Thomas Tuchel's system, obviously, with all the midfield options in the area, we've got Kante, Kovacic, Jorginho. I think it's going to be tough for him to get nailed, but we'll see. I'll see if they've got it up, actually. They haven't had it up all day. I've been wanting to see. Actually, he's classed as a midfielder, so definitely don't know whether I could entertain that. I reckon, yeah. He he gets nailed, yeah. Um, Anyone else that you had your eye on, mate? Or is I think that's pretty much all the transfers I've seen. Yeah, that's it. Okay, next up we have the friendly plays and schedules. Um, I'll let you start on this one and then I'll jump in after. The mailbag questions did you... Oh, sorry, no, sorry, got that wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at Wolves, to be honest. I've got really got a Dharma and I think if Wolves show they're capable of coming to the said Samedu is a uh, player on the target list for sure, but yeah, pretty straightforward. Yeah, no, definitely, I, I've got them written down as well. I've also got Everton... I sort of I didn't wouldn't really look outside anyone other than Calvert Lewin, Damari Gray, possibly Richarlison if he stops um whinging about not being on pens. Oh, um, I, I think he's just got a bit of an ego, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, it's I I really rated him at the start of the season, but he kind of it just seems to be Calvert Lewin and Damari Gray, and then no one else. Yeah, um, also, yeah, you know what I think. I don't think Richarlison's ever going to lose place, but it will be interesting to see how, as the season goes, how they do uh, set themselves up. Yeah, that, they've looked good in patches, but haven't quite put it together yet. So Seven points, so I can't complain about that. Yeah. Um, I've done Leicester as well. I, I don't mind Ricardo Pereira. I've got him in my team at the moment. Just hopefully is playing next weekend, but we'll have to do a wait and see. And then Vardy, obviously, is you pointed out earlier is definitely a good differential pick as that sort of basement premium pick. Yeah, um obviously I would have said Harm Barnes a few weeks ago, but I don't, I don't want to touch him again. Uh <laughs> and then I suppose maybe a defensive asset. I think in a few weeks they've got a good fixed turn. So I'm thinking yep. maybe cash for Schmeichling goals, but that's about it. Yeah, no, that's I probably won't be I'll be sticking with my budget plan. Hopefully it pays off, but um, the plan, I really don't like the goalkeeper position. I just think it's a, just enough of a position for me. Like you're banking on hopefully getting a clean sheet. So I'd rather just go with the cheaper assets for that. Is there, is there a cheaper, oh, a Marty, but he's not going to get regular game time, will he? Yeah, well, I, I just don't even rate him, but he's, he's pretty cheap though. So if you are wanting a, a budget cheap uh, buy into that Leicester back line, he's definitely a good shout at the moment anyway. Agreed. Um, I've written West Ham down, but I think 200 nah. million managers have most of their players, so but they actually do have yeah. a pretty good fixture run. I mean, yeah. They've got Palace, Southampton, Man United, Leeds, Brentford, Everton. It's not too bad of a fixture run for me. Yeah, definitely. Until the wild card, they'll be uh, set in the team. Yeah, definitely. Did you have any more fixtures you're looking at, all players? Uh, no, I'm just, uh, for the last next few weeks, I'd say it's just... Most teams have a couple of good fixes and a bad one, etc. like that. But then obviously when game week seven turns, if we're looking at the long run, that's when Chelsea have that big fixture swing. So 
That's definitely one in Leeds after the after the Liverpool game. Have a good fixture on. So, yeah. yeah, definitely. There's a lot of a, a good variety of players you can pick up anyway. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the mailbag questions. Um, I'll do the first one if you want, and then yeah, you, sure. after I answer it, you can jump in after. Yeah. Um, first question: Are we anticipating the South American internationals to be released to play for their countries? What do you think? Who misses game week four? Well, I actually think the Premier League have come out and said they're not going to release any players. Uh, well, for Aston Villa, Emmy Martinez and Buendia will be missing game week four on Argentina duty. That's been confirmed. Yes, and La Celso and Romero also. So pretty much just Argentina plays that are At the moment. defying orders. But, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to miss them, to be honest. So Yeah. <laughs> yes, okay. we're just going to... Um... Oh, next one, you ready to go to the next one? Yeah, I don't have much more to say. I, I think it's, like, it's just a waiting game, isn't it? Just wait and see how it goes. Yeah, one thing I could advise people is just to wait till after um, this weekend to start making your trade. Yeah, if you're going to make transfers related to international duty, yeah, just wait. Yeah, so, but apart from that, I don't think there's going to be any of the big players missing. So it should be pretty safe. But yeah, best to wait just after this weekend at least and see. Yeah, uh, next two. question. Um, yeah, just, is Ronaldo worth getting in game week four and how would you do it without using the wild card? I'll let you answer this one first, mate. Yeah, uh, just the, I'd say if you're going to get a Man United player at Ronaldo, just be Bruno. If you've got Danny Ings, get, definitely get Danny Ings out for Ronaldo and then Bruno for maybe a Jota if you don't own three Liverpool assets. and Or if you've got Simicast, don't get Jota, get like Torres or something, but if Firmino's uh, out for a while, Josh is definitely a must-have. I reckon. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm avoid going to use. A, I'm avoiding the wild card to bring him in. I'm going to just get rid of Fernandez. I think I'm just going to bite the bullet, get rid of him, get Torres in, and that should give me enough money to upgrade Ings to Ronaldo. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to judge anyone that is going to use uh, a wild card to get him in. Oh no, 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 yeah. Player. It's not like yeah. we're talking about Callum Wilson or something. Or we're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo. So. Exactly. I'm pretty actually I'm pretty sure he broke the record for most points in an FPL season back in two thousand and eight, I think it might have been. Yeah. So definitely um yeah, not gonna judge anyone trying to bring him in for wild cards, so Yeah, sounds all right. Um next question. Do you think you can be competitive this year without a big hitter forward like Ronaldo, Lukaku or Kane? In my Probably opinion you, Yeah, it's a tricky one just because the midfielders have been playing pretty good and up front, you've the budget options. I mean, a few big hitters. Well, we've got Salah and uh, Fernandez. Fernandez, I would. I find this really funny. People um who thought they were clever at the start of the game week one, who went for Mane instead of Fernandez. Obviously, Fernandez got twenty and Mane got two. They actually transferred uh Fernandez in for Mane, and since that, Fernandez has three and Mane has sixteen. So they've lost about thirty three points in that run of play. <laughs> That'd be a bit of pitiful swallow for me. Oh, it just shows how you just have to like if you're going to make a big boy punt and it doesn't work game week one, you can't just throw the toys away straight away. You've got to hold and just if you did something for a reason, you can't just back away from it straight away. Yeah, no, that's definitely it. And I think just with the the middle price forwards like Calvert Lewin and Ings, and even like Antonio's been playing like he's worth twelve and a half. You're kind of being able to 
get by without having Lukaku or any of yeah, the big Yeah, but guns. I think as the season goes, you're going to have to have a big hitter. Like game week eight, game week seven, sorry, onwards, if you don't have Lukaku, I think you're going to get punished. Yeah, so that's going to be... I'd say the wild kind of have to jig my team around, but you're kind of they're pretty much going to have to bite the ball and get rid of either Salah or Fernandez to get one of them in. You can't. I'd really... say, I'd say you're crazy to get rid of Salah because he's just shown he can. He's fixture proof. He, he just showed that against Chelsea. Like literally, you can't. He's untouchable. You can't get rid of Salah. Yeah, I hate Liverpool, but um, I can't. I don't hate him enough to get rid of him. That is unbelievable. Um, and Kane. I wouldn't even be looking at Kane at the moment. He just looks not very yet. Humble. Not yet. I think he needs to uh, settle into the fact that he'll be playing at Spurs, not City this season. I think uh, maybe after because he got that Chelsea and Arsenal run, well, just Chelsea. Um, but yeah, I'll maybe game week seven if you can do a wild card then. Maybe because we've got a couple of good fixtures uh, after that. But yeah, for now, just hold. Yeah. No. If I was looking at like instead of Kane, I'd probably get Son. I think. Yeah, just that extra couple million too. Yeah. Um, next question. Any deadline day transfers like Cucurella or Edguard or Cornet that we should be keeping an eye on? Actually, I forgot about Ed. Is it Edguard? Edward, yeah. Edward, yeah. Edward, maybe. Yeah, I, I just that's three pretty unappealing plays, to be honest. I think Edward's like set up. I think I'll have a look now. He's either 6.5 or 7. He, he's a really unattractive price. Yeah, I think you um, might be right. Let me just to be honest. Edward he is, is six and a half. yeah, 6.5. Yeah, nobody's bringing him in. Uh, Cucurella no. and Cornet we've gone through. Maybe Cucurella, but that's about it, as obviously if he can play it forward. Yeah. Well, Edward's sort of sitting alongside the same price as Ivan Tony, and at this point I'd definitely be on Tony over him. But yeah, for sure. who knows, he could come out and bang in a few goals in his first few appearances and everyone starts transferring him in. Hmm. There are people that need to cut that out there. <laughs> Definitely. Well, that about wraps up the episode of the FPL Amateurs podcast. Thanks for coming on the pod, Sam. It's oh, really, um, really enjoyed uh, being on my first ever podcast. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Thanks for the opportunity. No, it's been good. Um, for all my content, head over to our Twitter page at FPL underscore amateur underscore Oz and like and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Podbean or whatever you, you listen to us on. And every like will help us grow and hopefully we can keep building this content.